I say we are nothing without our allies. Our events are amazing. They're great. They're good, gay, fun. Like you're going to have the best playlist. It's going to be dancing. It's going to be like, it's just going to be a great workout. Very supportive. Everyone, you know, it's CrossFit. It's CrossFit at its heart, right? Where it's like, everyone's so supportive. And so like, and they cheer you on. And, that, and if you've been to a shitty CrossFit gym, or if you've been to a really great CrossFit gym, you can tell the difference. So it's always going to be that really great fun experience where everyone's on your side. Welcome to the Bar Bend Podcast, where we talk to the smartest athletes, coaches, and minds from around the world of strength. I'm your host, David Thomas Tao, and this podcast is presented by barbend.com. Today, I'm talking to Out Foundation founder, Will Lanier. Formerly known as Outwad, the Out Foundation's mission is to remove the barriers that block LGBTQ individuals' access and participation in fitness, health, and wellness to ensure their success. Will takes us back to the group's origins as an informal workout community in New York City, and he details how, over nearly 10 years, it's grown into a foundation that serves communities across the United States. We also discuss their goals moving forward, issues they're mobilizing around, and why they felt the need to create their own leaderboard for the CrossFit Open. Before we get into that, I do want to take a second to say we're incredibly thankful that you listen to this podcast. So if you haven't already, be sure to leave a rating and a review of the Barbin podcast in your app of choice. Now let's get to it. Will, thanks so much for joining us. I really just want to dive in and focus a little bit on the Out Foundation. For those who don't know what it is, how it came about, it, it's got an, a new name. Um, mm. Some people might still... I still accidentally refer to it by the old name sometimes. Oh, I still do too. It's fine. You, you've, been, you've, been <laughs> of, you've been kind enough to correct me. But give, give folks a little background into what the Out Foundation is, what it does, and a little bit of the history over the last few years because a lot has happened in a, in a very short period of time. Oh, boy. Yeah. So... Originally, it was Outwad, which is a great name, by the way. That's why it's amazing. Comes up, yeah. Well, you want to know what the original original name was for the first year or so? Yeah, of course. Gaywad. That's even better. (laughs) You know, Um, we were like taking back the slur. Uh, Yeah, so Outwad started in 2011 um, as a social group like i had no intention of making a nonprofit. there was like none of that um in the in the in the in in my brain when i was like making this thing i was like i'm gay i'm at crossfit nyc with 150 gym members where are the gays um which, which is i assume something you just walked in one day and you were just like hey folks where are the gays where is yeah, everybody? I mean, that was literally my first question when I checked in. I was like, so I want to join your gym. Where are the gays? Uh, <laughs> I'm kind I of knew jo- there was, there was like a couple, but like, yeah. <laughs> For background, I met Will around this time originally. Yeah. And, yeah. and Will has always been a very personable, funny person. So like, I wouldn't have been surprised if he opened a class with that or something one day. I don't think you actually <laughs> did though. No, 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 no. Because I, I joined CrossFit NYC as a member. Like I it was before, you know, before I became uh, a coach there, I was just a member and I, I approached the then owner um, and I was like, Hey, I'm pretty good at CrossFit. Do you want to hire me? Cause I hated my job that I had um, in publicity. So anyway, fast forward, I, I, I invited the three gays that I knew 
um, at the gym. I was like, Hey, do you want to come to work out? Cause back then the gym was still closed on Sunday. If you remember, you know, back when things were closed. Yeah. Um, back when gyms weren't open every day, uh, <laughs> all day, every day, every 15 minutes. Um, so the gym was closed on Sunday. So I was like, I'll come and work out. Like we'll go in around 11. We'll be done around, you know, 1230. We'll go have brunch. It'll be a thing. And that's what it was for, uh, for a year or so. And more and more people started to come and we had to move around gyms and it, it, it blossomed into this, this movement that, that I never knew existed in, 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 you know, filling a void that I didn't know was there, that people wanted a, a place to be there, you know, to be queer, but also in a healthy way, not just go to the bars and not just like, you know, drink every Friday night or every night as it were. Um, so we filled this void that, that, that was an unknown void and it started, we started to get people to ask about us around the United States. So we had like Chicago and then Miami and then LA. And was this these- just because people were like seeing you all like photos of everyone on, on social media and stuff like that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I created a Facebook group and I'm like, this is how we're going to organize because at some point it became too, it was too many for a group message. Right. It was like, Oh, there's, 40 of us, there's 50 of us, there's a hundred. No one wants to be on that, on that message thread. No, No exactly. And this is pre like Slack, pre WhatsApp, pre all the things, um, pre Instagram. Um, so we, I created this group on Facebook and, um, you know, we ended up having one event at, uh, Solace rest in peace that had like 140 people show up. Uh, So if you can imagine, and we all worked out at the same time down there, in the, in the basement and we made it happen. It was beautiful and it was amazing. But uh, so it became this, this, this thing. And, and, you know, over the years that, that happened, so like 2011 to like 2015 or so, I was like, all right, we got to do more. Like what are we doing? So we charged people to come eventually and we're donating that money to different organizations, um, creating some t-shirts and like doing some really cool stuff, but it was never really like a, a thing. I was still like, running brick. I then like the berries. Like I still had a full time or more than full time job and then tried to do this thing on the side. And then around 2017, I was like, I can't, if this is going to be something bigger than it is. And like, I'm going to give it like my proper attention it needs to be my full time job. So I was like, but we also have to figure out a way to make money. Like, what are we doing? Because we were just giving away everything, right? We would bring in, you know, 25, 30 grand a year, but we would be giving it out to like, you know, worthy people. But like, that's no way to make a, like, <laughs> I can't live on nothing. So um, I applied to make it a nonprofit. And, you know, the, the whole idea behind the outlaw to become a nonprofit was like, we were giving our money out to different groups of people and different um, uh, people in need. But I was like, there's no one that we're bringing into our fold, right? Everyone we're serving right now is already doing fitness and already at a CrossFit gym or already doing, you know, something for themselves. How do we create something? Like, what is it that we can create that brings people to us? Like shares the gift of fitness and health and wellness to other people who don't have it right now. So that's, kind of where the nonprofit uh, got its, got its start. And, um, and we have a, a program now that that's now part of many programs, but the, the initial program was, or is 
um, I like to call it an accountability program. It's a scholarship, but it's still an accountability thing where people apply. We give them um, a gym membership. They get a nutritionist. They get clothes. They get shoes. They get food. And it, but they have to go to the gym three days a week. They have to check in with their gym owner. They have, so it's like, it's not, we're not giving you five grand, right? We're providing you a bunch of tools and you have to use the tools or move on. Um, and that was like the, the initial start of it. And it's just grown, oh man, like, again, I, I don't have a background in nonprofits. I don't have a back, like this is not my gym. I, I was a publicist and then I was, I built gyms and, you know, <laughs> it trained and then I built more gyms and I trained and then I have this thing. And it's, you know, it's, it's 10 years this year. And it's just so wild to me that we're here and we're doing it. And it's, you know, we have a full-time staff now and like, there's, you know, we have boards and committees and, and, you know, all these things that are this big family that we've built. That's just here for the community. And it's so dope. I love it. <laughs> well, let's talk about when was the transition from out. Well, Gaywad to Outwad, that happened pretty, that seems like that happened pretty like 2012. Yeah. That was a pretty transition. <laughs> and then Outwad to the Out Foundation. So, you know, that kind of signals a change from, okay, this is the existing, this is kind of within the existing case, call it CrossFit functional fitness community. Because it's not all just CrossFitters. I've seen Barry's Boot Camp fanatics and Peloton junkies show up to, to your events and things like that. Not a lot of power lifters, I will say. Uh, no, we're working on, we're working on, we have a, so pre-COVID, we were working on this huge lifting event um, that was going to be, uh, we're still, it's still like being developed because we have it ready. Um, but it, we, we have to have open gyms, like gyms have to be open because it's, it's this nationwide thing. Oh, it's going to be so cool, but you will be very happy when it happens. <laughs> um. So still, so Outwad's still like, you know, kind of has that functional fitness CrossFit mentality out. When does it become the out foundation and kind of start to broaden its reach to other parts of the fitness community? Yeah. So in 2017 is when it became a nonprofit. So what we did was we created the out foundation that enveloped Outwad. So Outwad became a program of the out foundation. Um, and that transition to for people to understand, hey, now we go to an outlawed event and we know exactly where the money's going. It's going to support this nonprofit, which is going to support this thing. Instead of it being like, oh, we're going to outlawed and they're gonna be giving our money to the ACLU or they're gonna be giving our money to, you know, X charity. They knew that it was bringing people into what we're doing. So it was really a great uh, it was a great move. I'll pat myself on the back because more people got involved because they're like, Oh cool. We're bringing people into what I love to do. And this is affecting my community in my, in the way that it's affecting me. Um, so that was 2017 and, uh, so it never really like changed from Outlawed. And then 2020 Outlawed, the program changed to Out Athletics for all the reasons you think. Uh, that happened in 2020 with CrossFit. 
So let's let's talk about that because not not all of our listeners are you know hardcore crossfitters. We have powerlifters, weightlifters, strongman athletes. We have people from all across this strength spectrum who are listening. So 2020, Outwad is a program of the Out Foundation, and then Greg Glassman takes to Twitter and sends letters and is recorded on Zoom calls saying a lot of things that don't go over really well. Uh, is maybe the understatement I will make, um, and. You know, we see a, a, a thousands of CrossFit gyms say they're going to disaffiliate. And then we have you all saying, okay, well, out WAD, WAD is very closely associated with CrossFit. We don't really want to be associated with CrossFit now. So we're going to become out athletics. Is that what happened? Yeah. Um, and the thing is, is I got a text message um, one fateful evening or well, it's like two o'clock in the morning from someone uh, at or who formerly at CrossFit Incorporated. And they're like, did you see this tweet? And I was like, no, send it to me. <laughs> and I got it. And then at that very moment, I, I, I took to our Instagram, which I never do. Like I'm, I'm pretty hands off with our social media. I'm like, just let them do what they do. Uh, and I was like, we are out. Fuck this. It's done. We are not like, we can't stand up for this. And And, and the thing is, is, with Greg saying those things and with, with, you know, the, the internal, like, Oh God, like the diseased internal, like team at CrossFit. Like it's not just Greg, right? Greg's the top, but like flows down to many, many, many people. Um, you know, Greg's comments were, were, you know, a detriment to a marginalized community, right? And and we represent a huge marginalized community. So how could I, as the leader of said organization, live with myself for not standing up for other marginalized people? And how can I show my face to a community who, who relies on us to be a voice for them? So at that moment, we're like, we're out of here. Peace out. And like changed our name in the next like two weeks or so. Like I had to, I had to like, you know, figure it out, but uh, yeah. And, and rebranded re like completely took wad out because it was, it was, it was, a, it was a great time for it to happen. You know, we, we love CrossFit. Like I, I still like CrossFit's my jam. I do it. I've been doing it for God, almost 12 years. And, but it really pigeonholes a little bit, right. You know, CrossFit isn't the end all be all of fitness. And we really put all of our eggs in the CrossFit basket. And we know that there are other ways to get fit and other ways to be healthy. And, and we want to embrace those. So out athletics makes it more, more, um, just more approachable for everyone. Let's talk about your personal history with Greg Glassman, if you don't mind. Uh, he, he's someone who I know you'd had communication with um, and had actually kind of been at public events with when there was quite a bit of controversy years ago in the community around whether CrossFit was going to allow trans athletes to to compete. Um, give us a little bit of background on that development, how that developed, how you and what is now the Out Foundation got involved, involved how you guys got involved, and how um, that communication with CrossFit evolved at the at the time, because I, I do remember there being a, an event where you and, and Glassman actually spoke together, and it, it seemed to be something that you know you all kind of came to agreement on on something, and we're on the same side. Which, looking back on it, seems you know maybe unlikely, or it seems strange in, in hindsight, given what he was 
what he did just a couple of years later, really. Right, right. So, I mean, we've been doing our work for for forever, as as you know, and um, I can't remember what summer it was, twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Uh, Russ Berger, if you recall, used to be at CrossFit um, as chief knowledge officer, like some. He he had a, he he had an ex, like a C suite title. It was like kind of an uncommon C suite title. Yeah, yeah they had chief very conflated. There was like a yeah. chief knowledge officer, chief. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, so he tweeted something. So there was an event that was happening in Indianapolis, a Pride event. It got canceled because the owners were like, "We don't support Pride because it's a sin." And then well, he owners of owners of what was this a CrossFit box? A CrossFit called? box, yeah. Okay. Um, and their their gym was doing a the the managers had put on this event that was um, a Pride event, right? A Pride workout, and the they were like disconnected owners, right? Not like on the ground and the owners caught wind of it, were like canceled it, and their community went crazy like how dare you you know whatever literally all the gym members quit all the staff quit they had to close both of the locations in like four days and russ Berger went on his official twitter with you know crossfit in his in his uh bio and was like i stand with you know this gym uh you know pride is a sin blah 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 blah, blah. and uh crossfit themselves tried to like distance themselves a little bit from him saying, we're going to investigate this. And then they fired him like later that day because he doubled down on Twitter and was like, Nope, stand by this. And, and, you know, but like to each their own conviction, but that kind of started the conversation that we were able to have with CrossFit. So um, one of my great friends, Alyssa um, was in contact with, this is Alyssa Royce, right? Alyssa Royce. Yep. So she um, was in contact with Greg and was like, okay, now you need to understand that there's an organization that's been doing gay CrossFit or LGBTQ CrossFit stuff for 10 years and you've done nothing with them. So she connected us and, you know, she's been a a staunch supporter of many marginalized communities, like the trans community, you know, anyone she's, she's an advocate for. And, she was able to set all this, these meetings up with us and, and got us to get uh, the conversation with Greg about the, the trans ban, not ban. I say it's a ban because you think like, oh, I'm going to look at the rule book and it's like, these people are banned when it's just like the rules say this. So I, 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 I don't like calling it a ban, but it trans athletes were not allowed to compete as their gender, right? They were forced to enter into another category. It's not a specified ban, but it's effectively mm-hmm. a ban, right? It's, it's, yeah. a ban, it's a ban by omission. Exactly. Um, so the, uh, the, the, the event we had at the games in 20, again, I can't remember the year, 2017, 2018, was the lifting of that. And he announced that CrossFit would... Uh, use the Olympic committee's um, rules when it comes to uh, transgender athletes, which, you know, why wouldn't you when they have all the money in the world for all the research in the world, like don't try to recreate the wheel. Um, yeah. They've already invested the tens of <laughs> yeah. millions of dollars in this. Like just, just 
copy that, you know, like, why not? Yeah. So they did. And, you know, Greg was, it was a great advocate for, for that. He's like, I never wanted anything bad to come of it. It was kind of just, you know, he said, she said, but you know, you look, you look back at the history of it and you're like, okay, Chloe Johnson, who serves on our board as president sued CrossFit because they were forcing her to compete as a man. They settled out of court and then she never got an apology. All she got was like, you don't know biology. You didn't go to high school, like from the upper echelons of CrossFit. So it was like, where did that come from? And why was that allowed to be said? So, you know, you know, hindsight 2020, um, I now, you know, I, I don't trust anyone there as far as I can throw them. And you're a pretty strong guy, Will. You yeah, can, yeah, yeah. you could, you can throw people. I've seen, you, I've seen you move some weight around. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but you know that it was great for us, and 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 being involved with CrossFit at that level was really incredible. And we 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 did a huge activation at the games under the jumbotron. We were the only vendor allowed to have color on our banners. Um, it was just like this whole thing and they wanted the visibility for, it was, it was so cool at the games to see, like when you're watching it on ESPN 17 or whatever it was on, like you can, you saw all of our logo and like the rainbow flag and like all these things as the flyovers were done. And it was such a cool moment. Um, and that, I mean, it's in no small part of Alyssa making that connection and, you know, really working with us uh, and our community, right? We, we're here, we're doing CrossFit. It's like, we're, it's not really, we're not in the shadows. Like we sold 500 t-shirts in like four hours at the games <laughs> with like, put the gay in the games. Like that's what it said on the shirt and people fucking loved it. And like, it's there. And I don't know. It was, it was that whole piece of of our history is is really important but with all that it can be foiled by a tweet (laughs) for folks who might not have participated in an out foundation event formerly maybe an outwad event now and uh now an out athletics event i'm gonna get all these straight i promise i will (laughs) say out i will out out in an out event yeah um you know, there, 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 there are a lot of fun, and it's also something where it's you know I, I want to be clear to people in interacting with folks from out and interacting with your events. Um, I myself am not a member of the LGBTQIA plus community. I want to make sure I get the all all acronyms and letters. I'm really trying. I'm really trying on this pod. I'm really trying on all podcasts. I need to get You're doing it. You're doing it. Great. I butchered on previous podcasts for sporting events and, and uh, organizers. Um, you know, it's a, about supporting that community, but you don't have to be, no. you don't have to be gay to come no. out and have a good time and participate. I want to make that clear. And, and, you know, what do you all say or kind of what is the company or nonprofit line as far as who can participate in what aspects of Out Foundation events? Anyone and everyone. Like I say, we are nothing without our allies. So, and I, and I stand by that. Our events are amazing. They're great. They're good gay fun. Like you're going to have the best playlist. It's going to be dancing. It's going to be like, it's just going to be a great workout. Very supportive. Everyone, you know, it's CrossFit. It's CrossFit at its heart, right? Where it's like, everyone's so supportive. And so like, and they cheer you on. And and if you've been to a shitty CrossFit gym, 
or if you've been to a really great CrossFit gym, you can tell the difference. So it's always going to be that really great fun experience where everyone's on your side. You're really leaning into some positive stereotypes here, like re- really hard. Because that's what we do. Like, it's not going to be a bad thing. And, <laughs> you know, but like we had an event in San Francisco and this guy saw that it was happening, this, this father, um, and he has a non-binary child and was like, he, he emailed us and was like, can I bring my kid here uh, to show them you know, that it's cool. And like, the, the, cause he does CrossFit. He did get it somewhere else. Right. Um, and he's a straight dude, but he wanted to show his, his kid that, that they could do the things that he does in a very supportive way. And, you know, I, I think they were 10 or 12, like young, but if he hadn't seen that, and if he hadn't been, if he hadn't felt that he could come as a, as a dad, to bring his, it's, it's, it's anyone and everyone. And it's so, they're just so fun. And I can't wait for gyms to be open again so we can do that. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I can see video of Will right now. You can't, the listeners can't see it, but I can see his face. There's just this like, he can't wait for the pandemic to die down because he want that energy. Uh, you, you have to put out, you have to put back into the events. I feel like you have all this pent up energy. For I do so much. Yeah. Um, but they we are do like a hundred events a year. We do like a hundred. We were, we, we already had like 110 on the books in, in 2020 and we had to cancel all but like 10 of them. And, you know, I'm on the road every weekend for these things. And it's just so fun to see all the people. Um, and I, you're right. I haven't seen them. I have like energy coming on my fingertips. Ugh. You're, you're like the emperor Palpatine of gay hosting energy. Exactly. Right now. That's me. Uh, rainbow lightning coming out of your fingertips. <laughs> That's a good, maybe we can make that work in like the thumbnail for this podcast. I Into do want to, I do want to talk a little bit about, uh, the out, out in the open, the out leaderboard, and actually full disclosure, full editorial disclosure, Barbend worked with the out foundation. We actually, they were kind enough to grant us the exclusive on uh, reporting on some aspects of that. But the out in the open is, is not a brand new thing. It's something you all do, have done every few year, every year for the past few years for the CrossFit Open. This podcast will come out during the CrossFit Open. So tell us about out in the open um, as a leaderboard and a, a place for the out community uh, during what is basically the largest virtual fitness event in the world every year. Yeah, no. So we started this when, before uh, trans athletes could compete at the in the open, or I mean, compete as their gender. They're allowed to compete, just not in the category that they should. Um, so we created this this leaderboard, and the first year we pulled data directly from CrossFit's API um, through this like magic backend thing that um someone did for us um because we pulled we told people to register but when they registered if you were a trans man you had to register as female and we're like don't do that i mean do that on crossfit so you're not breaking the rules but on our side we will categorize you right right yeah now that the the ban is no longer a thing we pull directly from the CrossFit Games website. So what people do is they sign up on CrossFit.com. They come to our site. They register for our leaderboard. And it's a way for us. So the overall leaderboard still removes gender completely. Like the where we give our prizes out, are there's uh, the gender has been removed. Um, I, I say this in 
um, as a warning or a trigger warning for anyone who is non-binary, you still have to register on CrossFit's website and there's still no non-binary registration. So you have to pick a division, but uh, we put a disclaimer in for anybody listening. If you're non-binary and you still want to do it, uh, just know that you will have to pick a binary competition spot and just pick what's to your ability. Um, but on our, on our leaderboard, all gender is removed. And that's not to say uh, I had a wonderful conversation with, with um, a woman out of the Bay area last weekend uh, discussing the removal of gender as, uh, as a trans woman. She, she hated to see that because she's worked so hard to be recognized for, or to be recognized as, as her true gender. And to say that gender doesn't matter is kind of, it, 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 it uh, makes it uh, like it doesn't matter. If we say gender doesn't matter to her, it matters. Right. And, right. To, and to many people in the church, it, 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 it impact, it impacts, it, it impacts someone in your community, basically. Correct. Yeah. So if you're a trans and you're, you're, you're upset that we pull gender out, we also, uh, we also have leaderboards that are gendered. So you can see where you line up gender age we allow you to pull out gender and only do age we allow you to put gender in with no age or gender with your age range like it's infinitely um scalable as crossfit is right um so the leaderboards are for everyone but the reason we did it was to make sure that there was a place for everyone um even when they felt like perhaps um they didn't have a place in crossfit they had a place with us and you have some big, big names on this leaderboard. One we reported on uh, was a perennial crushes the open in Sam Briggs. So um, I will say that I, if I were betting on this, I would, I would just bet on Sam to uh, win all the prizes because I mean it's open workouts with Sam Briggs. Perhaps, <laughs> but, but, but but what are those conversations like? Because you all have reached out and worked with. I, actually, I'm I'm curious. Do you reach out to athletes about participating in this, or do they reach out to you? Because uh, Sam Briggs, obviously, very high, high profile. High profile. Alex Smith, a multi-time CrossFit Games athlete, is also participating. There are some big names, some very accomplished athletes that are working with you all on this. Well, um, I, uh, as you know, I'm have no shame, and. <laughs> So, and, and I use my, my pseudo CrossFit prowess to, uh, to get these people to talk to me, um, as, as the self-proclaimed gay mayor of CrossFit, I, you know, I asked them like, Hey, do you want to be a part of this? Sam, actually, we reached out to Sam a while back to be on our podcast, um, right before her book came out, but then that was right before COVID and, you know, shit hit the fan and we weren't able to do it but I stayed in contact with her because we wanted her to be a part of this. She's, she's a huge role model for people. Um, Alec, when Alec came out, you know, we, we supported him hundred percent and, you know, we, we chat pretty often. Um, so he's always been super supportive and, and, you know, he's also a role model to, you know, young queer kids. And we, yeah, we just reach out to them and, you know, as a gay person and, you know, for, for them, and, I, and I'll speak for them, I, I feel like they wouldn't hate me for saying this. It's like, you want to be that person that you needed when you were younger. And they are more than happy to be that person 
and surprise, there are a lot of really fit queer people. Uh, <laughs> I bet there's way more on the leader or on the leaderboards at CrossFit.com than you think um, that aren't part of our group just yet. Uh, but, but but soon, but soon. but soon, yeah. If you build it, they will come in, in their own time. In their, <laughs> in their, in their own, own yeah, time. Yeah. Everyone's got their journey. Like it's, um, but it, it, it's good for the visibility. The visibility of the sport is so key. And you know, when you when you watch the Olympics and you see queer Olympians, like people look up to them. And like we're in CrossFit, and, and there's you know thousands of affiliates around the world, millions of people who do CrossFit. Like you, you want to highlight these heroes. And that's what they really are is like using, using their, their platform for good. And we want to be able to elevate them. And, and we do. Well, this is where I get to ask, this is where we get to plug everything. So this is where I ask where, where folks can follow along with you, the self-proclaimed gay mayor of CrossFit, where folks can follow the Out Foundation, and as things hopefully open back up a little later this year, where people can you know find out information about what events you're holding, how they can get involved, how they can work with you, all things like that. All the things. Um, I will say that I didn't term myself the gay mayor. It was actually Joy and Claire from Girls Gone Wad, or previously Girls Gone Wad. Um, they, these are they, such good names. God, these, <laughs> these, are, these are such good names. Well, now it's, this is Joy and Claire. So if you don't listen to that podcast, it's actually really great. Um, they're incredible uh, crossfitters out of uh, Colorado. Anyway, uh, for us, if you want to find anything out about Out Athletics, it's at out.athletics. Um, we do have another channel that's our an Instagram for the foundation. It's at the outfdn. Uh, spoiler alert, we will be converging all of our channels into one conglomerate uh, later this year. Um, the name is still being workshopped, but you will, you, it will be a place for all of your out things. Um, if you want me, I'm at True Blue Will. I'm private because I'm in law school, but request, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the content is, is really good. You just got to request. And as long as you're not a recruiter for a law firm, you'll get approved. <laughs> um, and for the open, if you go to imout.org slash open, that is for the open. If you go to imout.org slash outathletics, that's all of our outathletics events, or just go to imout.org. Everything's on that splash page. It, I designed the website. So if you have any problems, if there's a spell mistake, let me know, but it's, it's all there and it's, it's great. I love this thing. I love, I love what we do and I'm so proud to be able to do it. I can't wait to go to the first event in, let's call it train, driving or train distance once things open back up. We have I'm one on Long Island that. in June already, I think. On Long Island. Um, Long Island's big. Long Island's very, it's, it's, it's very it's, long. It's, it's, it's drivable though. It's, okay. um, I committed to that. I committed to drivable you, you or, or trainable. It, it's somewhere that I would take the train to. It's like not... We're not going like to Montauk. Okay. Fair, um, <laughs> fair enough. I mean, we will, but like, that's not where the event is. Um, so yeah, there's already some on the books for like, people are anticipating opening. So we're really excited. So if anybody wants to host it a workout, if you're a gym owner, they're like, I want to do something. I'm out.org slash host, like anything you want to do, we are here for it. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait. It's going to be fun. You're going to be there wherever, wherever we are. 
Well, don't tell don't don't tell everyone I'll be there. That might actually dissuade listeners from showing up. Hide hide that fact. Will, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate getting to catch up with you. Talk about the the ten years of out ten years. It's absolutely crazy. Congratulations on an amazing milestone and all of the work that you and so many others have put into growing this and continuing to grow this part of the community. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me, man.